Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, folks. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're looking ultimately at what the Lord Jesus Christ has to say about His coming again. And we've been examining what he said in Matthew 24 and 25. And if you remember, we went all the way back to Matthew 21, 22, 23 to set the context to see what the Lord, uh, how he was responding to some questions that the disciples asked. So now we're in Matthew 24. And I want to go to the 15th verse. We looked at that the last time together. And it said um, this. It says, therefore, in light of everything he had just said and given that panoramic overview of the balance of history, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. And, of course, that makes you automatically want to go, well, what's this abomination of desolation thing? Well, you actually find the abomination of desolation or the things that make desolate in the ninth chapter of Daniel. And there's four verses there which give... Uh, uh, they're, they're nearly, I want to say it this way, and it's probably a good way to say it, that they are the key to unlocking so much of what happens as far as end-time events. Okay, The uh, verses that we saw in Matthew 24, 4 through 14, that give that big picture, that's one passage. The end of the ninth chapter of Daniel is another one. What's going on in the ninth chapter of Daniel is this. Daniel is in the first year of Darius, the, king, the Median king. So Daniel is older now. There had just been a regime change from the Babylonians to the, the Mede. And now it's the first year, and Daniel was reading and observing in the books, and he read the book of Jeremiah, the same book of Jeremiah we've got. And he noted in there that the time of the desolations of Jerusalem would be 70 years. In other words, the time that Jerusalem would be trodden down and humiliated the way that it was when the Babylonians conquered it and destroyed it. And he realized that he was coming at the end, that they were coming to the end of of that 70-year period. So what Daniel did was he prayed. And from Daniel chapter 9, verse about 3 uh, onward, is Daniel's prayer to God. And he's interceding on behalf of his nation. And he says, Lord, we've sinned. We've committed iniquity. We've acted wickedly. We've rebelled. We've turned aside from your commandments and ordinances. And he's acknowledging that they had done that, that their fathers had done that, their kings, their princes, that all the people of the land have done it. He's including himself in it. And he says, Lord, open shame belongs to us. Open shame because of all this sin we've done. But only compassion and forgiveness resides within you. And so he's crying out on behalf of his people because he knows that they have not changed. Even though they had been hauled off in exile, even though God had punished them, their hearts were still oriented toward the wrong things. And so he continues on and on, and perhaps some other time we'll come back and look at this prayer. But at the end of it, he calls forth and he says, uh, Oh, Lord, uh, incline your ear, open your ear, open your eyes, see what's going on. And then see verse 19, he says, Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen and take action. For your own sake, oh, my God, do not delay, because your city and your people are called by your name. Then the next verse says this, Daniel says, Now while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord 
my God in behalf of the holy mountain of my God. While I was still speaking in prayer, then the man Gabriel, whom I'd seen in the vision previously, came to me in my extreme weariness about the time of the evening offering. So Daniel had been praying all day. He gave me instruction and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I have now come forth to give you insight with understanding. So the angel Gabriel had been sent forth by God to give insight with understanding to Daniel. And then he says this, At the beginning of your supplication, the command was issued, (coughs) and I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. So give heed to the message and gain understanding of the vision. Now, we're at Daniel chapter 9, verse 24. These next four verses right here are, are the entire thing that the angel was sent forth to say. Seventy weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. So you are to know and discern that from the issuing of a decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. It will be built again with plaza and moat, even in times of distress. Then, after the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary, and its end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. And now the last verse. And he will make a firm covenant with the many for one week. That he is the uh, prince who is to come. Will make a firm covenant with the many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he will put a stop to sacrifice and grain offering. And on the wings of abominations, there's the word abominations, will come one who makes desolate, the abomination of desolation, see, even until a complete destruction. One that is decreed is poured out on the one who makes desolate. This is what Jesus was referring to when he says, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, when you see this occurring, of course, we got to go, what is it that he's talking about? What is occurring right here? Well, when you, when you see what's happening in Daniel and with several other places in Scripture, this person, this prince, this is the man of lawlessness, this is the Antichrist, will go in and in the middle of the week, and a week is a seven-year time period. I don't have time to get into that right now, but it's a seven-year time period. So halfway through that seven-year time period, this man of lawlessness is going to stop sacrifice and grain offerings. Right now, the Jews don't sacrifice that way. They don't have a temple. So the idea is that the temple is going to be restored in some form or so fa- in some fashion. We know that the sacrificial system will be restored, and this individual is going to walk in. He's going to stop that sacrifice, and he's going to stop that grain offering. Jesus says, when you see that occur, you need to flee to the mountains. You need to get out. 
as quickly as you can. We'll come back to this passage in Daniel uh, at another time as we continue on through Jesus' Olivet Discourse to fill in the blanks about what's being said. Jesus did a couple things here. He knew that the disciples that he was speaking with knew Daniel. Also, the fact that Jesus set, called Daniel a prophet means that he believed that he was a prophet. The fact that he quoted the writing of Daniel shows that Jesus believed that that writing was of the Word of God. Sometimes we forget those basic truths like that. We see it all the way through Scripture. Just one last little thought here. The things that the church is often divided over, okay, Jesus confirmed it. Okay? The church is divided over a creation and Adam and Eve and how it came about. The Lord spoke of it. The church is divided over whether there was a true universal flood, for instance. Jesus spoke of Noah. Jesus spoke of Jonah and the great fish story. He believed it. Jesus spoke of Daniel and believed that Daniel was a prophet. And so if Jesus speaks of these things and confirms these things, is that not enough for us to believe them? Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. I'll see you again next time.